It's time to watch The Muppets with special guest Doug Henning. Welcome back to It's Time to Watch the Muppets, the podcast where we bring our millennial perspective to the classic 70s, 80s Muppet show. I'm Doug, and as always, I'm joined by my co-host, Meg. Hey, Doug, before we get started with the episode, can I tell you about what I've been watching this week? <laughs> sure, Meg. What have you got for us? Ugh, I have been binge-watching The Nanny on HBO Max. I can't believe I forgot how much I loved this show when I was a kid. Meg, I have news for you about The Nanny on HBO Max. Please do share. Just so you know. Okay. So on March 31st, The Nanny is leaving HBO Max. Where's it going? I have no idea. I really, I, I have no idea. This Maybe is not a bit. Maybe go to Paramount Plus. I hope so. Because I have that on, one too. And it was on CBS Once Upon a Time, right? I don't know. So it's it's leaving HBO Max. So is Elmo in Grouchland and Sesame Street's Follow That Bird. Isn't that horrible? They have no respect for this for the Sesame Street stuff. They Sesame fought so Street hard to like buy no it. No respect. They get no respect. They get no respect. I don't get That's no terrible. respect. That is terrible. So, <laughs> Megan, this is our 99th episode of It's Time to Watch the Muppets. It is our 99th episode, and we're doing something a little goofy. We're doing something a little goofy. You've fed um, basically all the information of our podcast, all of our personality traits and everything, right, into... <laughs> An AI to try to help us write an episode of The Muppet yeah, Show. Yeah, and you know, it, it wrote, I did, I was addicted to doing it, so I probably did it about 15 times, so. I don't know if you would say that intro that we just did was a little stilted, but it felt, I think, I feel like it felt like the, like our like, Muppet Show. It felt like our Muppet Show. We do infuse our millennial perspective. Our millennial on perspective. On the 70s, 80s. God, that kills me, honestly. And then it's like, Meg interrupts excitedly. <laughs> I did put that I was hyper. <laughs> And that I interrupt you all the time. But I did this like a million times. Like there's a full episode that uh, ChatGPT wrote for me that's like in the voice of like the Ab Fab. So like you'll see one that's like, sweetie darling. <laughs> like to you. When I was reading them, I'm like, why does it keep saying darling? Yeah. I'm like, that's so weird. Or it said dear yeah. in one of them. Like, dear. Okay, dear. Scott R. Ackerman loves to use the word dear. He, yes. Especially he, in like a derogatory. Okay, dear. Yeah. So you've been binge watching the nanny. So okay, I've been wa- I've been listening to Three Dom. Speaking of Scott Ackerman, I'm so glad know. that you've been watching three, listening to Three Dom. What episodes are you listening to? You started the from the beginning ones. or the newer no, ones? No, no, no. I I I'm I'm listening to the newer ones. Okay, I love them. I love them. They have a really fun back and forth, and like I was really happy in one of the more recent episodes. If you've listened to it, bad rap. That's still when, in my head. That was like three weeks ago, and I still have that in my head. Lauren got called out by someone that, like, one of her, like, the, like, food blog that she was yeah. talking about can, like, be, you know, anti-vax or, like, weird yeah. and sus and stuff. And she was like, listen, I didn't know that they had, like, you know, controversial opinions about things. I, you know, I just followed this one thing that For they were saying. For food recommended. Yeah. Which yeah. peanut butter do I eat? Yeah. <laughs> I thought that that was kind of cool because I have, I followed this, like, comedy group on Facebook and, and Twitter. And they were like, uh-oh, looks like Lauren might have drank some Kool-Aid. And then she was like, no, 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 no. That was a mistake. You know, it's fine. I'm oh not crazy. God. These, like, game shows that they do, like, where they quiz each other on, like, 
things said in other episodes. That was a lot stuff. of fun. That was so much fun. I don't know how someone could come up with all of those like great questions too. It was, it was so good. good. It was so good. So this week we're watching. We watched the Doug Henning episode. That's why we thought this would be a perfect ch- time for us to um, use AI. explore AI. Because this episode... Mm... It's so funny because AI seems to think that I love magicians and I famously don't love ma- magicians. Yes. And I have to tell you a story. Yeah. So I... Um, this is random, but I always think about this with magicians. I used to be friends with this guy and um, he was single. Mm-hmm. I, I wasn't because I am a serial monogamous. So. <laughs> <laughs> Whatever. Calling yourself out. Also, I'm a lesbian. Um, <laughs> so he... He, like, was like, okay, will you go? He was a mason, mm-hmm. and he had this big event to go to, and he was like, will you be my date to this event? There's mm-hmm. going to be a dinner, blah, blah, blah. And in the masons, you can only be, like, a guy, a dude, uh-huh. I think. And uh, so we, he comes, he picks me up. First of all, he's disappointed that I don't have a dress on. Oh. I mean, I was dressed nicely, uh-huh. but I didn't have a dress You're, on. like, always dressed nicely. Even, like, right now, you're in, like, a very cool, casual, oh, cool like, cash. I don't know. But I was dressed nicely, and he was, like, all disappointed I didn't have a dress. So mm-hmm. that was, like, first red flag for me. I'm like, oh, uh-huh. my God, it's going to be a nightmare. This ain't what he thinks it is, yeah. you know? Like, I'm sorry, I'm not. Like, mm-hmm. so we get there, and right off the bat, the women have to be separated from the men. Mm-hmm. And I have family in Masons, in the Freemasons, and uh, so I'm very familiar with some of this, like, weirdness <laughs> and stuff. Like, the separation yeah. and everything. Yeah. So they... The, while the men are doing their ceremony or whatever, the women are mm-hmm. in a separate room, and they had a magician to like entertain the ladies. Yes. Oh. Oh. And it wasn't even like I'm gonna saw somebody in half, which would be excellent. Uh-huh. It was like, it was so fucking lame. Oh my god. <laughs> oh my god. Like the old like, like a coin behind your ear. Th- oh, I'm like look. this is the last time I'm ever gonna be like. A straight guy's like date somewhere. And like, you know, you thought you were accompanying someone. Yeah. Not that you were going to get handed off to the, the rest of the dames and go sit in the ladies' room and have to, you know, like. Watch a magician against my will? We got to find a way to entertain will? these women, these broads. Why did they pick a magician? Why didn't know. they do a stand-up comedy? Why didn't they have Channing Tatum there doing Magic Mike? Anything. Oh, yeah. That's magic that you could get yeah, behind, right? Magic, magic Mike. Mike. I will definitely get behind Magic Mike. But I just, I feel really, like, after that experience with being forced to watch a magician like that, mm-hmm. I am just so, like, so, it puts a bad taste in my mouth. I'm like, no. I got to pick a little bit. How long were you, like, split like this? You were, like, an in this. An hour. An hour? A full fucking While they go do business hour. or whatever that they the masons do. Yeah. Like, it was basically like a mass, a church service, uh-huh. where, like, a bunch of guys, like, chant something. I don't know. What a weird organization, also. Like, and I don't care. Like, it's like, it is what it is. Like, I'm not interested in it. Like, Mm -hmm. it's fine. But it's like, can I go outside and, like, smoke a joint? Like, do I really? (laughs) It would help the magician. It would have helped. I was just like. So, okay. So now after the magician and everything, what happened? It was like a mingling situation. And um, and then a dinner. But I, I just kind of, I think I dissociated. (laughs) I I really do because I barely remember. You only remember the magician. All I remember is like. Women and men are being split, and the women have to go watch this magician. And uh-huh. I was like, Whoa. "Everyone's white." I was like, <laughs> "I was like, I'm trapped." <laughs> oh my god, what the fuck do I do? So the AI kept saying, "Meg is so excited about the magic; she loves me." Oh, Doug, you know how I love a magician, right? Hey, here's my next cue, Megan. Okay. 
And let me tell you, Meg, this episode was magical. This episode aired in the U.S. on May 1st, 1980, and it aired in the U.K. on March 14th, 1980. Lovely. Speaking of magic, have you guys seen the cult classic movie, The Craft? It's all about teenage witches and their powers. It's related to the episode because Doug Hennings performs some incredible magic tricks. I would say that the Nancy from The Craft and, like, the four of them... In the craft, that magic is nothing air, like air, this air, air. magic. Mano, take my scars. Calling to the Ford Okay, When you see Nev Campbell's scars like come off her back in that movie, you're like so help tell me you're not like so excited. You're uh-huh. like, oh, it worked. And Goldmember would have been losing his mind. He would have been Megan. eating that skin. That's he- disgusting. I'm gonna <laughs> gag, you Dutch bastard. <laughs> So here's my next problem. Yeah, that's true. But let's talk about the opening skit with the Swedish chef, Meg. Did you catch the reference to Pulp Fiction? The chef says, I'm going to make you a burger you can't refuse. The chef doesn't even speak. <laughs> the English. chef doesn't speak, so this AI is fully off. And also, it's like, that was not the opening sketch. No. Do you rem- we should be looking at what the opening sketch Our opening was. sketch? <laughs> First of all, let's go to the cold I open. told it what the episode was. I'm so glad, though, to know, Megan, that AI will not be able to fully replace us. It can only partially replace us, because some of these things kind of work. Yeah, some of these things work. It's a tool. It's a tool. Cult open. Doug is rehearsing a magic act in his dressing room and invites Scooter to watch. He performs a trick with four seashells and his bare hands. Oh, God, I remember this. Scooter says, your magic feats are amazing, to which Doug replies, well, thank you, and my magic feats thank you, revealing a pair of Muppet sneakers on his feet. I loved the sneakers. I like that. I loved it. Mm-hmm. But you know what AI really missed is that he has fucking bright pink overalls on. He, I like them. He has bright pink overalls, his little sneakers with the weird feet and everything. I, his whole aesthetic is bizarre to me. I like and it. And it, it, it kind of works. It's like this weird mustache, the feathery hair. Yeah. Yeah, like he's... His voice is kind of interesting. He hasn't entered the 80s yet, though, this no. guy. No, this, like, this episode has rewound us to the 70s. Well, I have to be honest with you. We're only sort of a couple... Like, what, three... March is only three, right? March yeah. is three months into the 80s. Yeah. So I guess he's... It's still just clinging to the 70s. It's clinging, yeah. And then the opening with Gonzo's trumpet, it looks like he's, like, smoking out the room. His body begins to fade away upon this realizes he wishes the audience goodbye and disappears in a blink. That's weird. So the opening, Kermit introduces a sketch written by Miss Piggy. Piggy sings It's Magic while Kermit appears and disappears. This whole episode being about magic is, is this, this isn't, it's not going to do it for you, huh? It's fine. I mean, I've seen like other magic stuff. Like I've seen like Siegfried and Roy. Mm-hmm. Siegfried and Roy? Siegfried and Roy, yeah. Yeah, I... I do like that your your taste in magic is the craft, so or the like, AI has you pegged there. What about, like, Chris Angel? Mind Freak? The Mind Freak? I've never seen a, a magic act in person. Like, uh, Penn and Teller or any... Like, not even, like, I would see big Penn ones or little because ones. because Penn and Teller's, like... They have a shtick. Yeah. They, like, explain how everything's working or whatever. And bullshit. They're, like... Penn and Taylor's bullshit. I can't get, like, a full vibe for them. Like, are they, like, 
dickheads or remember, are they cool? I don't know. But remember when they used to like do the announcements on Comedy Central? Yeah. 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 <laughs> Pendulette was huge yeah. in the 90s. He was one. He was like in a ton of episodes of Spring of the Teenage Witch. He was just as big as the Old Navy Tech Vests. I did it, Megan. When you and I were friends the other day in person, we talked about you wanted to talk about Melissa Joan Hart <laughs> and I did it just now. Pendulette was in a bunch of episodes of Sabrina the Teenage Witch. Do you remember this? He yes. was one of the heads of the Witches Council, and he dates Sabrina's Aunt Hilda. Which one's Hilda? Hilda is Caroline Ray. Okay, yeah. And you mentioned to me the other day that you have found something horrible. Well, I googled Melissa Joan Hart just because I was like, I wonder what Melissa Joan Hart is up to. She, like, I, I don't know, like, Melissa Joan Hart followed us through childhood, right? Yeah. With yeah. Clarissa Explains It All. Yep. Talk about original cool girl for us. Yo. You know what I mean? Like for our generation. The coolest. Like who is cooler like, than fucking Clarissa? One of the other really cool things about her from my memory also is like she has a male best friend. Yeah. And it's never like a weird exactly. anything. It's just like they're two people. They're two you know? people. Yeah. Like they're just like they really relate to each other. Mm-hmm. Whatever. Yeah. I loved that show. She would like computer program things. Yep. About her- she had a, a big old lizard that lived in like a swimming pool in her bedroom. She had those hubcaps on her Sometimes wall. she had magic powers where she could shoot lasers from her eyes and stuff. She could freeze time. She could do all sorts of weird shit. Oh my shit. god. I loved Clarissa. And then when, once Clarissa explains it all was over, we got Sabrina the Teenage yes, Witch. Yes. And that went on for a long time. And it was really good most of that time. I rewatched it a few years ago and I was like, this is fun. It's nostalgic. Yeah. It's great. You know? It was fun. Was it a movie first? Like, I it forget. It was. Okay, so there's like a whack-ass, it's like, made-for-TV movie, right? movie yeah. where, like, some of the characters are the same, but Harvey is played, or a Harvey type, is played by Ryan Reynolds. Yeah. Because the movie is also impossibly Canadian. It's very I strange. See, I see. Some of the characters are are either different, like, retoolings, or, like, some of the characters, like, I think Aunt Hilda is still Aunt Hilda, but Aunt Zelda's played by someone else. And, like, it's very strange. Yeah. And it kind of sucks. But the TV show... It's like, great. It holds up, man. It holds up. I mean, and with everything, the later episodes get a little wonky. But like that's, like, with Cisco every show. Like, when Cisco shows up and he's a vampire. Dunk, dunk, dunk. But he, isn't a Cisco weird... a vampire in that movie with I... Aaliyah? Queen of the Damned? Oh, I don't know. Was he in Is Queen he in of it? the Damned? It's just all from that time. Uh-huh. It doesn't it's, matter. It, that blur. Yeah, that it's a big late blur. Late 90s, early aughts blur. I love it. I love it. But yeah, Sabrina the Teenage Witch. But like, I found out that Melissa Joan Hart now has like a podcast and it's all about like, mm. what is it called? I'm going to Google it. Melissa Joan. But it's all about like women. What women binge it's called. Okay. Oh my God. It is like the biggest stereotype of like. Like middle-aged women. Uh-huh. It's very annoying. Grab a glass of wine. Yeah. Light some candles. We're not going to use that pronoun. That's silly. Blah, blah, oh, blah. Oh, she's, she's like, ugh. But it's like, even if you don't believe in like, or you're like against gender, whatever, fluidity, or like different mm-hmm. pronouns. Gender like, politics. Yeah. Like, just stay away from it then. Like, uh-huh. you know, do you really have to be like, blah, blah, blah. like, fine. Be, uh-huh. be like that. Be like, I don't get it. Or it doesn't make sense to me. And then uh-huh. just like, let Full it go. Stop. Stop. Yeah. You don't have to like patronize people and antagonize people. But anyway, it's just funny because I'm just like, she was the ultimate cool girl. I guess she's a Gen Xer. She was like, but for my little millennial heart, she was it for me. Mm -hmm. Like, I loved her. Yeah. And it's just, 
you know, you go back and, 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 you know, that's her like TV personality or whatever. Yeah. But yeah, it's kind of like I never, I always thought she was really a cool girl, but that, I guess that it was turns her. out she's like, yeah. no. No, she's just a good actor. She's just a good actor. Or yeah. is she? I don't know. Have you seen her in anything? Her and her mom own a production company together. I think her most recent production was like a Lifetime movie. Speaking of Lifetime movies. I am not surprised by that. I feel like she exists in that realm exclusively now. I know that after like Sabrina and stuff and some movies here and there, she did a lot of like, she did a show with like one of the Lawrence brothers on ABC Family Joey for a Lawrence long time. Haircut. She did like a lot of, you know, just like. Shit like that. Lifetime movies don't surprise me. I'm sure that's like that's where like the 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 girls from Full House exist there in that realm now. You know, yeah. except for the Olsen twins. Like Candace, is it Candace Cameron? Yeah, Candace Cameron. She does all that shit too. You know, she has like a deal now with some Christian network where she makes like Christmas movies for them and like a detective series and now stuff. Now that the Hallmark Channel allows gay, couples. it's too it's too woke. For them, I'm. If I never hear that word again for the rest of my life, it would be too soon. It's just very interesting to me. I'm like, will like I, I like I really can't, almost can't wait till the end of the world and to see if Christ. Does. <laughs> like, let's just get to it. Yeah, let's just get to it. I would what, love to see how it ends. Yeah, yeah like, like let's, let's see what let's see what this like magical who's mystical right? world who's has. Right? To, yeah, who is right? I'm. Hell. Because there really is just an objective right and wrong. Mm. It's the beauty of being agnostic. Yeah. I can be like, oh, wow. Okay. That was, <laughs> look at Ooh, that. Look at that. You were right. Okay. You were right. All right. Yeah. I'm coming. Hang on. Let yeah, me get yeah, my yeah. stuff. <laughs> You'll all bow down. <laughs> all right. Let's get back to our na, AI. Na, you ready? Na, na, na. So uh, this part of the AI has totally made some shit up, but I, I can't wait to talk about it. You ready? <laughs> Moving on to the first act. We have a classic Muppet sketch with Gonzo and Kermit as reporters. It was great to see them investigate Doug Henning's magic tricks. I don't even think Gonzo was in this episode. He's not. He's <laughs> not. And he should be because he's a weirdo. And I feel yeah. like he would be trying to do a if magic I, trick. If I spent... The thing about the, the using the chat GBT or the, or the open playground, if I spent a little bit more time on this, I could have gotten it to like really like understand the episode more. But this is more fun. I wonder <laughs> if you could have fed it the Muppet Wikia. I could have, yeah. And then say like, this is what happens and then we talk about it or yeah. whatever. You know, like... Yeah, maybe, maybe next time. For our 200th episode. Yeah. There'll be, by our 200th episode, there'll be so many, there'll be like at least three laws on the books about the AI already. Yeah. <laughs> we'll be fully arrested yeah. for using it. <laughs> so now here, Meg, you say, yes, I have to say. You have to pay like Google some shekels for uh, <laughs> using. Oh, because we yeah. released it yeah, as yeah, like, yeah, yeah. yeah, we used their content. Great. <laughs> Yes, I have to say I was blown away by Doug Henning's performance. He's like a real-life wizard. You know who else is like a wizard? Doctor Strange. Speaking of which, have you read the latest Doctor Strange comic? Oh, Joy, let's talk about comic books again. Sorry, I can't help it. Moving on to the next act, we have the Muppets News Flash with a report on a giant chicken. Meg, did you know there's a cult movie called Killer Clowns from Outer Space where aliens come down to Earth in the form of clowns? Yes, I love that movie. It's so cheesy and ridiculous, but it's one of my favorites. Of course it is. Finally, we have Doug Henning's grand finale. Where Already? He... 
We might have to go up to one of these other AIs. Yeah, so let's let's take a break from this one. Oh my god, Megan, I love that it's like it does feel pretty real. Like that we 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 talk about it a bit, we gloss over it completely and now we're talking about killer clowns from outer space. I like this one. Uh, Meg interruptedly, speaking of funny duos, have you seen the UK show Absolutely Fabulous? Patsy and Adina remind me so much of Fozzie and his dummy. Who th- what's Fozzie the- and his dummy? What are they even talking about? Fozzie doesn't have a dummy. No. <laughs> we are bouncing around this episode. Um, I'm going to cut straight to this because we are breaking format. We're reading AI fake bits. We're Yeah, yeah. Tell me what's really going on. Are we backstage? Or I want to go to this part now, Megan. Robin goes to the dressing room to find Doug. The room is empty, prompting Robin to wonder if he made himself invisible. In wonder of all the magic props, Robin sings, Leave me some magic. I love Robin so fucking much. This song was written by Barbara Henning. I don't know if there's any relation. Let's see. So Robin the Frog sings Leave Me Some Magic in episode 421, The Muppet Show. He sits alone in Doug Henning's dressing room after Fozzie fails to create a true illusion of magic for him with his tricks. Later in the episode, Robin shares a moment with Henning which reflects on his song. I don't... There's no credit as to whether or not Barbara Henning, who that is. I'm going to try to see if I can search. Search this wiki. I like this AI prompt. In one of the skits, Kermit the Frog interviewed a group of clams about their recent relocation to the theater. This was a clever nod to the popular 90s TV show Real World, which once (laughs) featured interviews with people living in the shared house. What? (laughs) I love that it exists in this, like, people don't remember what the real world is, as if it's not, like, on still. and Or that, like, interview format isn't in other, like, reality TV shows. People lived in a house, and then they would be interviewed. Yeah. Could you believe that they did that in the 90s? They had to get, like, jobs. So after Robin sings this song, we have a veterinarian's hospital. Bunnies keep coming out on the operating table. Echoing Fozzie's magic trick we, we skipped, gone wrong. Oh, yeah, but we skipped Fozzie's magic trick, which was he was trying to pull a rabbit out of a hat, and it's very funny. He pulls the first a robot. Thing, he pulls a rabbi. Yeah. <laughs> That's the first one he pulls a rabbi out of the hat. And it's such an unnatural-looking Muppet, too. It's like so It was very weird. It looked almost like it was made of wood to it, me. It was very funny to me. And then a robot, and they were like, oh, were you expecting R2-D2? Did you hear that? They did a a nod to the stars of Star Wars. You know what the stars of Star Wars reminds me of? The very first episode of 30 Rock, where they do... uh... Of 30 Rock? Yeah. I'm trying to think of how that episode goes. It's the one where Jane is in, like, the... They, they, they keep messing up the word. The, ro- the rural juror. Yeah, the royal juror. Uh-huh. The rural juror. Rural juror. <laughs> oh, the, you're saying the rural juror is the stars of Star Wars. Yeah, 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 yeah. Okay. That's what I'm saying. I got to it. Say. I'm Thank like, you. I had to translate It's man. not the same, but it feels like it. The rural juror. So you want to go back to talking about magic, Meg? You have a prompt here that says, it's magical. And speaking of magic... It's magical. Oh, I, I've, I've completely lost where we are. Are we still at the All the way at the bottom of this one. Because this is like a really, really good Megan prompt to me. It was magical. And speaking yes. of magic, uh-huh. have you seen the movie Practical Magic with Sandra Bullock and Nicole Kidman? It's about witches and spells. Oh boy, more magic. 
But I have to say, Meg, your love of cult movies definitely adds a unique twist to our podcast. I'm in the go get it. Tell me you don't remember, like, he has eyes that are two colors, one blue and one green. I or one really liked that green. movie when I first saw it. I haven't watched it in 20 years, maybe. It was really good. It and, was really good. Oh, my God. We talked about Stockard Channing last week. Oh, yeah, we did talk Stockard about... Channing is one of, like, the older witches that, like, helps Julia... Not, no, Sandra Bullock and Nicole Kidman. Are Nicole oh. Kidman and Sandra Bullock sisters yeah. in it, right? Yep. So and then, what are they, aunts? Involved. Yeah, it's no. three generations. One, Either Sandra Bullock or Nicole Kidman has kids. I don't think it's Nicole Kidman. I think it's Sandra Bullock. That has the kids in the movie? For some reason, that's what I think. Yeah. And I I just remember Stockard Channing is one of the older witches. Mm-hmm. And I don't remember who, like, the other white lady is. The other white lady. But they make, yeah, they make, what is that, margaritas? Lime in the coconut? Is that what that is? I guess. Or is that like a pina colada or something? I don't know. Maybe it's pina colada. the lime in the coconut. I forget what they're doing, but then they're all under a spell and then something happens. Yeah. It ends badly. Is that when the guy, they killed that guy and they buried him in the yard. Is that when he comes back to life? Maybe, yeah, that's when he comes back to life. Is that at the end of that song? (gasps) I have to watch this movie. Speaking of magic. I have to over in like the fourth grade. (laughs) I think I watched it. Yeah. I think... It's I watched a sleepover it. movie. Yeah, and we thought it was going to be like a scary witch movie, and it was not. It's like a romantic comedy, basically. Is Sandra basically. Bullock in any scary movie? I, I mean, she's in suspense movies, obviously. Yeah, Speed, what's... The uh, the internet one. Isn't she in one? Oh, no, I'm confusing 28 Days with 28 Days Later. Oh, my God. <laughs> the internet one is called The Net. Oh, The Net, yeah. And that's oh, one of those, God. like, you know... Yeah, a lot of typing. Hacking the mainframe yeah, and the mainframe. <laughs> typing oh noises. Uh, should we go back to the episode for a second? Yeah. The real episode? Doug returns to his dressing room and almost sits on Robin, still there from before. Robin is still upset about not having found any real magic, but Doug tries to convince him that all he has to do is believe in his own magic and nothing will be impossible. To demonstrate, he makes some tissue dance around in a bottle. And if you believe you can fly, you can fly. You just jump off the building and believe. I don't remember. Oh, God. What was. <laughs> Weren't we talking about that the other yes, day? Peter we Pan. Were. In Peter Pan. How, like, oh, I oh, forgot. Oh, yeah, I forgot fairy dust. Oh, you need fairy dust. Oh, yeah. yeah. I That's that why you also. keep falling and yeah. almost dying. Did. I don't remember watching this. And was there a punchline to the dance? To the dancing tissue. No. Because do you know how this to make was, a tissue dance, Meg? Yeah, you put a little boogie in God damn it. <laughs> <laughs> Popsicle stick jokes. Popsicle stick jokes. Uh, yeah, but I just like, I have to tell you, like, Doug Henning's outfits to me were way more interesting than him in general. He dresses like Sarah Sherman. Do you know Sarah Sherman from SNL? She's like this crazy, she, oh, is she, she dresses like a grotesque clown oh, almost. Yeah, 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 yeah. She's the one who like. Yeah, I know who she is. Sarah Sherman, she's very good. Uh-huh. Very funny. Total weirdo. Total weirdo. With like almost a similar haircut to him, too. was she making fun of it, her, herself? Like having like a queer haircut, uh-huh. which is not queer. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I remember that. I'm looking through our chat GP for Wait, our Wait, hold next... on. I like this one. Oh, and the next skit. Here's the next skit, okay? And this is fake, guys. <laughs> Kermit also appeared in a sketch with Miss Piggy. Where they parodied the hit 90s show Friends by playing ro- the roles of Ross and Rachel. In true Muppet fashion, chaos ensues as they attempt to recreate the famous p- 
pivot scene from the show. I don't even know what the pivot scene pivot. is. Pivot! So that's when Ross gets like a new couch for his apartment. Oh. And they have to drag it up the stairs because it won't fit in the elevator. <laughs> and like instead of giving actual direction on how they should move the couch to try to maneuver it up the stairs, <laughs> he just keeps saying pivot and getting angry. He's like, pivot, pivot. And I think it's Rachel and Phoebe are helping him move the couch. Yeah, it's it's a classic classic scene <laughs> you're not much for the show friends either right it's okay i mean I, I i don't have anything against the show friends i've certainly yeah. watched it um uh, but like as like a re-watch situation i don't really have any interest i really enjoyed the like early first couple seasons i think it was really funny and like a little bit more like weird and took more risks and stuff you yeah. know and then they kind of get comfortable with what the audience likes you know and you see things fall into like almost bad you know behavioral kind of like ways of writing jokes and stuff you know in the first couple seasons it's it's tim gunn on that show who's the who's who works at the cafe gunther is his name name, but he's not tim gunn no person okay (laughs) tim gunn is that isn't that project runway yeah to like make it work yeah you do a great (laughs) you do a really good impression of tim gunn yeah gunther and doesn't um, Phoebe have, like, a cousin, Ursula, or a sister? Like... Ursula is her twin sister, oh, her twin sister, who was a character on the show um, Mad About You. Lisa really? Kudrow played a, a, a bad waitress on Mad About You called Ursula. And because the show's aired on the same network, they wrote Ursula into Friends that. and vice versa. So Ursula shows up in a couple episodes of Friends. There's nothing I love more than a crossover. Yes. I love a fucking crossover. And it's like very funny when she does it too because I think there's an episode where she stole Phoebe's identity and she did like a bunch of weird like porn <laughs> and she does this one that's I think they do like a Buffy parody called Buffet the Vampire Slayer <laughs> and she de- and she like pretends to she calls herself Phoebe and then I think like it, it must be like Slayer. Joey and Chandler find it or something, you know. Of course. And they're like, oh, my God. And then Phoebe has to confront her and they do that bad 90s, you know, like mirror work where she stands in the, you know, in the doorway and Ursula's in the doorway. And she's like really mean and off-putting versus Phoebe's like bubbly. Of and, course. You know, yeah, I love Phoebe. Polar well, opposites. But I have to say, well, Doug, I have been rewatching Buffy the Vampire Slayer and I can't help but see the parallels between Miss Piggy's fierce attitude and Buffy's slang skills. <laughs> I'm glad that you've been able to find ways to use your AI um, AI prompts during our real conversation. That is wonderful. <laughs> wonderful. I've been rewatching Buffy, though, for real. Band Candy. It plays on like a hundred different That's such an early streaming episode. channels on Sling. It's on like Fuse all the time. Oh, yeah. And on like a ch- station called like Chiller or something like that. So I've been rewatching them. And some episodes are just so fucking bad, man. So ten bad. to nine, it's ass kicking time. I when you first revealed to me that like your dad used to say that that like oh that's the only time that action happens in the show is like <laughs> at the very the beginning <laughs> and then ten minutes to the fi- to you know to yeah. nine when it was about to end. I was like fuck. Yeah. <laughs> yep. Thanks, Nick. Yeah, because it's like it's like you it's so actiony. You know, it's the end of the episode. Uh-huh. Like, it's... yep. We got to wrap this up. Buffy's gonna beat someone up and just kill him, and then we can move. You know, credits oh, done. Oh my god! I used to like though. I remember being like, "Oh my god, the hush episode's gonna be on." And like gathering like 
went over to a friend's house to watch it with them so we could all yeah, watch it together. all the very special episodes yeah, the special that they would episodes. do. Yeah, I watched the one the other day. I don't know if you remember this. It's called Superstar. And it's the episode where Jonathan, you know, like the nerd. I know who Jonathan he, is. He, he, um, he... He turns does into some a bad sort guy, of a, right? Yeah. He does some sort of a spell in season four to make himself, like, the most popular person in the world. I remember. Is this the shooter episode? No. Oh, it's after it. okay. that. He, he, like, reflects on that and decides that he wants to live, okay, he says yeah. to Buffy. And he does this spell to, like, make himself more popular. But I think he get it gets away from him because he becomes literally the most famous person in the world. <laughs> and Buffy and her crew are like, this is weird, right? <laughs> that, like... Something's not right. <laughs> this doesn't make any sense. We can't do anything without him helping. You know what's funny? It's like, I think about that show Todd in the Book of Pure Evil and how it, that is, in some ways is a total ripoff off of Buffy. Like oh, absolutely. Yeah. Like, they totally absolutely on Buffy. In like the, they all gather together and, you know, in the <laughs> school to like how they're going to fight the monsters and all that stuff. Absolutely. All of it. Yeah. All right. Let's get back to the real episode. Okay. Fozzie's comedy act. Fozzie attempts the famous Indian rope trick. Uh-oh. I know. As he plays his pungi, the rabbits watch the rising rope closely, which is very obviously attached to a string. Looking above them to the fly system grid, they spot Scooter and shout to him to be careful. Fozzie gets upset, knocking his hat off and revealing a hatched chick where the egg used to be. Ending his act, Fozzie picks up his props, which... Pulls Scooter down from the grid, landing on Fozzie and making him go cross-eyed. The magic in this episode is like so, I don't know. It's like, I have no love for magic, I guess. And that's the problem that, you know, I found with this episode. I have no sense of whimsy. I don't think that's true. It's just that there's (laughs) something like about magic that it's just like, okay. I don't know what to say about it. I don't know either. What kind of person you... And there's always that one person in, like, if you go to a high school that was as big as our high school. Mm-hmm. There definitely... There was a juggler. Remember the juggler? God, yes. And and the magic. There was definitely, uh-huh. you know, kids who did magic. Remember the kid stuff. who played bagpipes? Oh, yeah. Yeah. His time is coming up. We're in... It's March. It's March. Yeah. Here we go. Meg, I'm going to cut to a prompt right now. When Irish I have, eyes are smiling. I have a great prompt talking about magic again. Okay, let's go. <laughs> Absolutely, Meg. And speaking of magic, have you read the indie comic The Magic Order by Mark Miller? It's about a secret society of magicians who protect the world from supernatural threats. That sounds pretty impressive, Doug. But did I tell you about the latest episode of The Nanny where Fran has to babysit Maxwell's children and chaos ensues? I'm sorry, AI is wrong because there's an episode where CeCe Babcock has to watch the Maxwell's children Uh and chaos ensues. I'm sorry. The nanny's job is to watch Maxwell's children. AI knows that. That's every episode, AI. (laughs) Chat GPT, you need to get your shit together. Watch some nanny. Exactly. I know. So I really thought that these AI programs were like, had like, you know, been given all of everything. Did I tell you, though, Up Doug, to, like, a certain year. About Kirstie Alley's greatest roles? <laughs> I mean, from Cheers to Look Who's Talking, as she, um, I can't help this. Wait. I can't even read what this says. Look Who's Talking. As she talks, I can't help but think about all the comic books waiting for me at home. Oh, this is you thinking. <laughs> I'm going to be I talking about Kirstie Alley. I love that there's inner monologue. Yeah, I'm sorry. I thought that that was a better prompt. <laughs> 
But this is the AI generation where I'm like obsessed with uh, Kirstie Alley, and I, I kind of think that's really funny. I love that you're calling it the AI generation, not your real life. No, my real life. <laughs> and I specifically put Kirstie Alley smoking cigarettes, and I love Doug Henning, Meg exclaims. He was so dreamy, and speaking of dreamy, did you know that Kirstie Alley once guest starred on Veronica's Closet? Another show I famously like love to talk about. And Veronica's Closet is her show. She didn't guest star in it. It was yeah. her show. And oh, that's not the one I like. I like Mad About You. No, Megan. You I like love, Just Shoot Me. Just Shoot Me. Yeah, Mad About You is Tell Me Why I, I Love, love you, you Like you I do. do. Tell Me. Hel- that's Helen Hunt. <sighs> I'm all over the place. I'm going to a real bit now. Kermit introduces Doug's most famous illusion for which Doug says he needs a volunteer to examine the trunk on stage. Dog Lion joins him and the bird dancers. <laughs> Demonstrating the sturdiness of the trunk, Doug invites a female bird dancer to submit to hand shackles. I hated this bird. She looks like a fucking character from The Last of Us with like the fungus infection. Oh, it is very freaky and not a big fan of it at all. I It's like Zoobly Zoo got infected. Oh my God, by... Zoobly Zoo. I hated how this person looked. And you know what else bothered me? This would have been a prime opportunity to have Wanda back. Because remember they sawed Wanda in half? Yeah, they sawed Wanda in half. Why? I I wish it was a Muppet that was being, that this was all being done to. Or at least it, I don't know. I bet you that was his like real assistant. Yeah, just dressed in some, yeah, freaky costume. Like, looked like a diseased bird. A diseased bird. I'm telling you, look like a. Did you play the video game at all, Last of Us? No, I have not. I've started oh. it, but I haven't gotten like into it. Into it, it's you know. It's not easy. I'm playing no. the Last of Us Part Two right now, and the only reason I wasn't gonna play it, but then I started watching the Last of Us show, and then I was like, oh, let me play the Last of Us and Part see two. how much they're you know try There's to build your story. Two completely different games, mm-hmm. and the story splits or whatever. I'm not gonna spoil it, but um, I am so bad at playing that video game. Like I can play. Um, Uncharted on uh-huh. like medium to hard level. Yeah. I literally have to play all of us, or I mean Last of Us, on easy. I had to switch my gameplay from, like, asks you, from like, like normal mm-hmm. to easy. You want to cut down the and baby it's mode? it's still hard for me. Yeah. And I'm like, wow, I'm terrible at this. That's too funny. Truly terrible, but I'm like, oh my god, it's so I much hated, more enjoyable playing on easy. I absolutely hated Uncharted when it would be like, do you want to switch? No. Do you want to cut down to I don't easy mode? Switch. No, leave me alone. Yeah. I'm going to figure it out. Exactly. Tell me why. So he ducks down behind the curtain while the bird dancer pops up and drops the curtain, revealing the locked trunk. Dog Lion and the dancers unlock the trunk to reveal Doug in the same hand shackles, having changed his costume. (sighs) At closing, Doug calls out Fozzie as an incredible magician. The rabbits follow him, for which he apologizes. Doug, you completely forgot this sketch. Which one? Oh, my God. Um, The parody of Seinfeld where Kermit as Jerry um, puts on a musical number with penguins tap dancing to MC Hammer's Can't Touch This. How did you forget that? I can't believe I did. I mean, give me a break. (laughs) I love that it started to build fake sketches. Like this Seinfeld sketch, the one where it says that uh, Kermit and Fozzie in, are investigative reporters trying to figure out how he does his magic. <laughs> I would like to see that I mean, episode. No, there's Bear on Patrol and Kermit the Reporter. There's yeah. not 
Gonzo doesn't play a detective. Gonzo doesn't seem like the kind to be interested in detective work. Gonzo is above the law. Or yeah. under the law. Or to <laughs> the both, side of the law. He's both under and... He actually doesn't identify with the law at all. No. no. So, Gonzo's <laughs> on his own journey. So closing out the show, Doug calls out Fozzie as an incredible magician. The rabbits follow him, for which he apologizes. Oh, that's okay. I love rabbits too, Doug replies. Misunderstanding him, one of the rabbits exclaims in fear, You love rabbit stew? This episode was... Uh, I'm glad you uh, picked the AI for mm, this one. Because it, yeah. it was a good idea. Because it made it more fun for me anyway. And I was actually like... I did a lot of these AI generations before I even watched the episode. And I honestly... Some of the um, generated information they had i was like oh i hope this is in the episode and it wasn't there was, was one like, where it was like it. oh the great gonzo does something yeah, and too. i was I like know. oh that feels like maybe that's a real sketch yeah. you know i, I wasn't so sure too. that it was made up but it was and it was i want to see if i can find another good prompt for us to do before we close out this episode oh how about this one <laughs> i love the swedish chef he's like a caricature of a chef <laughs> that's all it says yeah <laughs> And then Doug says, yeah, he definitely is. The next skit is a magic act with Doug Henning and Gonzo. No, I wish it was. This is the thing. Like, Gonzo should honestly be in an episode like this. The, because Gonzo is fucking weird. Yes. Yeah. He well, should have been volunteering. He, he Maybe he's mad that they won't saw him in half. Because he's such a little freak. He wants to be sawn in saw half. Saw his nose in half. Right? Yeah. Remember his long arms? Yeah. I volunteer. His limbs. Let me be. Oh, my God. I love the idea of that. Like, he's trying so hard to participate. He's like, please. No. Okay. I, you can lock me in the box. Lock me in the box and I'll pop out and, you know, whatever. It, it would have been a much better fit to have him trying to force himself. Absolutely. Magic and comedy are both performances, like, and they're similar in enough ways. But I feel like Gonzo's whatever it is that he likes to do is much more close to a magical performer, like a magic performer, you know? 100%. Yeah. And that's why he's uncomfortable. Because yeah. he's like that magic, uncomfortable person. Uh huh. Like, I don't no know. one really wants to watch me clash these two rings together or whatever. Oh, God. So after the credits, a, mu- a rabbit. After the credits, a rabbit. a rabbit joins Statler and Waldorf in their box and parodies Porky Pig's That's All Folks from the end of Looney Tunes. Waldorf hits him over the head with a gavel. I loved this. This was one of those things that I feel like, I don't know, somehow saved it for me. Wait, I have a question. Did we miss... We missed a sketch, though, that I liked. And we I don't know if this was in over this... over a ton of sketches. Yeah, I don't know if it was in this episode, to be honest with you now, but it's the one with the chain, the, the three women who are singing, and they, like, change themselves. That was a UK spot. That was a really good UK spot. That was probably one of my I favorite parts of this episode. Was, oh, no, that wasn't the UK spot. Because they were, like, the babies at one point, the faces of the babies, and they were the faces of, like, the old, the geriatrics band. The switcheroos singing, There'll Be Some Changes Made. Yeah. Their act consists of dancing around in front of a tree while they instantly transform their costumes in a blink. The transformations eventually lead to changing their heads into babies and old ladies. Yeah, but the these are the were, baby Bunsen babies, and then the old ladies the, from geriatrics. Yeah. They were it was good. On the I Wikia, like that. if you hit old lady, if you clicked old ladies, it brings up Jerry and the Atrix. I lo- I love Jerry and the Atrix. Very good band. Ooh, spoilers ahead. There's going to be a good one coming up. Oh my in the, god! In season five. Okay, cool. so what what are, where are we right now? Are we at the end of season four? What's the next episode? We're at about, the end Dougie? of season four. Next week, we're going to be watching the Andy Williams episode. 
I don't know who Andy Williams is. Want to give me a little... So next week is also our 100th episode. Okay. This week we explored using chat, GPT, whatever, AI to uh, next week. <laughs> discuss an episode that was kind of a stinker. Andy Williams, I don't know how this episode's going to go. I don't know, but we're going to do a Freaky Friday episode. And what that means is I'm going to do the heavy lifting. Too? And I'm going to sit there. And I'm going to just like, yeah. I'm going to go, what's this about? Yeah. Look and I'm going to use my computer, record it on my computer. Okay. And I will do it with the editing and everything. I really dig this. This sounds like a very Yeah, interesting but we might have to record sooner than later, so I have ample time yeah. to edit. <laughs> time to, for sure. I, please, I'll give you that wiggle room for yeah. sure. Okay. So next week we're watching episode 422, Andy Williams. Miss Piggy asks Andy to sing Love Story for her and Kermit, who love have just me, become engaged. Is that love story? It's What's that not. song? Unfortunately, Kermit hasn't love heard Fool. about the engagement yet. The rumor slips out, and soon everyone thinks Kermit and Piggy are getting married. Meanwhile, the backstage cast puts up a group of cheese hanging. Or- Meanwhile, the backstage cast puts up with a group of cheese hanging around backstage, and try to avoid the rats. What? Meanwhile. The backstage cast puts up with a group of cheese hanging around the backstage and trying to avoid the rats. That sentence is nonsense. That makes no sense. Okay. So you got your work cut out for you with editing. I'm actually excited. So yeah, I'm, I'm really excited to, to give it a shot. Yeah. To be honest with you. And I love the idea of like doing a Freaky Friday episode. Me too. Um, and I love the ideas. If, if you ever need it, I could help. Yeah. For sure. So we could even go like one for one yeah, if you get into nice it. Yeah, this is a nice journey. I think it'll be fun. I think so too. I can't believe we've hit 100 episodes. I know I keep saying that. Doug, we really are committed to this. And I have to say like, you know, obviously this isn't our job. We do this for yeah. fun. We do this because we like doing yes. it. But like we really do prioritize it in our lives uh-huh. and we've been doing it for years now and I, I'm, I'm really proud of us yeah. for being consistent. And like I feel like we've missed one or two weeks, whatever. You know, you have some downtime. You, but we've you know. gotten better at like prepping for it. So it's yeah. like we, we're both better at like looking ahead and being like okay i'm actually not going to be able to do this yeah. whatever so like we didn't miss a week while you were in budapest I and know. all over the world over yeah. the summer <laughs> like we did not miss a beat yeah that's crazy i know you were in ireland you I were know. all over the place i remember looking I at the calendar State, yeah. and being like oh when this episode comes out you'll be in fucking ireland yeah. like what you know it was fun though to like listen to it when i was in ireland and be like like and then even when I was in Budapest, too, it was nice to, like, listen to us and, uh-huh. like, feel like, aw, <laughs> whatever. You're like, I got a download from Budapest. It must be you. <laughs> I know, right? <laughs> yeah. So, okay. So, join us next week as we watch the Andy Williams episode. If you have some spare time and you appreciate and like our show, please take some time to rate and review us on iTunes or your preferred platform. And We'd also, really appreciate it. what do you want to hear us do next? Muppet yeah. related or... You know what I mean? So, like, let us know. Like, what are you interested in? Yeah. Should we do dinosaurs? We're should we do the Muppets the tonight? Now. Yeah. Should we skip ahead to the Muppets show from uh, ABC from a few years ago? Yeah. Should we do um, Muppets Mayhem will be out by then? Oh, hell hopefully. Yeah. You know? Maybe that's what we should do. Just watch the new show. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know. I'm really excited to see where we figure out to, you know, take exactly. this. Exactly. And is Blondie this season or next season? Blondie's next season. Okay. We're almost there. We're you almost got like. There. Six more episodes. We only like have six more episodes in this season. Until, no, until Blondie. Oh, until there's Blondie. even less until the season's over. <sighs> My God. So while we're still looking at this, we're doing Andy Williams next week. Uh, we have Alan Arkin, okay. Diana Ross, God and that's damn. it. And then we're done with the season. Diana Alan for Arkin a season Diana finale Ross. is so good. Yeah, I love it. 
All right, That's exciting. So, uh, rate and review us. Message, Message us. us. And, and until next week. Thanks for the gumball, Dougie.